Hello and welcome back to another episode of She's Doing All Right. Today, we are really just doing all right. We have had quite the week. Good. It's been Christmas week, so I'm not complaining. Um, I have my kid home with me all week, which has been really fun, um, but also such a reminder of why I needed daycare so badly because I am so tired and we are, if this is Wednesday night, I would usually like to have these episodes recorded Monday and then ready to go up by Thursday. And we are sitting, it is 7.43 on a Wednesday evening and I am hoping that I can record this, make it good, do whatever necessary edits are needed and then go ahead and upload it so that you can hear it on Thursday. Today's episode is a little bit New Year's resolution themed, but with a bit of a twist. I think one of the companies I've been working with was leading with this campaign of you don't need to start from scratch. You don't need to start over. You've accomplished so much good in the last year. Why don't you just build on that rather than feeling like you have to throw it all out? So like obviously improve, but yeah, I guess that's the message is improve rather than trying to start over. And I really like that. So today we are going to talk about three things that I want to leave in 2022 and six things that I'm bringing into 2023. So with that, let's get right into this. Starting off with the first thing, let's start with the taking. What am I taking in to 2023? Silence. I am going to take in a lesson I recently learned of myself that I give my opinion too much. It, there's a bit of a twist here. So first of all, I give my opinion because I see a problem and I often, not often, I just, I, I see the solution as well, you know? So maybe you can understand this <laughs> if you're maybe an Aquarius or an older sister or a people pleaser perhaps too. Like you just, you know the solution to getting the outcome that somebody wants. Do we live by our own rules? No, not really. But that's one thing is I just need to stop giving my opinion so much where it's not needed. And I've started doing that in the last couple of months. Um, and one thing I've learned from that, a surprising twist, is that not everyone deserves to hear my opinion. Does that sound narcissistic? I hope not. I haven't said it out loud yet. <laughs> so, But when I'm writing it down, I've realized that some people are just, they're not interested in the benefits that my feedback would give. And that is completely okay. They never asked for it. So still, this is not about them. This is about me. But yeah, they just want a listener and they don't need feedback and input. So the first thing I'm taking in is silence. The first thing I'm leaving is making other people happy at the expense of my own comfortability. That was something else I've learned in the last few months is I'm quite willing to put aside my own comfort just to keep the peace. And so many people tell me that when you turn 30, you just kind of stop caring. Or even when you become a mom, you just stop caring what other people think. I definitely noticed a lot of that when I became a mom for the first time. I was like, I just, people's opinion isn't too important to me. That's where my opinion thing comes in is because people will say something and I'm like, well, this is what I think. And everyone's like, don't remember asking, Sarah. But as I go into my 30s, I'll be 30 in February. And as I start approaching that date, I'm realizing that my tolerance for like things that make me uncomfortable, if someone is acting in a way that I don't want to be associated with, I would usually just slink back and hide in the corner in the past. Whereas 
I think I'm at a point now where I will just leave. And no hard feelings to the person. They can behave however they want to behave. I'm just not going to be associated with it. And I will remove myself from the situation. So I guess my first thing that I'm leaving in 2022 is staying in situations that make me uncomfortable. The second thing that I'm taking into 2023 is date nights with my husband. We have been trying to really prioritize the last month, like the last month of December, we've been really prioritizing date nights. So every week, Wednesday, sometimes Thursday, we do something together. And sometimes that's going out and sometimes it's just watching a movie together. We have a bunch of cupboards that we'd like to paint. So we're gonna incorporate like home improvement into our date nights. And the home ones are obviously after our son has gone to bed. And then I have a really fun one planned for tomorrow actually, where we're gonna go skating on, we're gonna go for dinner and then we're gonna go skating on top of the roof of a hotel. They, I guess they freeze the pool over and you can skate on there. So I'm really excited for that. I think that's gonna be cool. Uh, we both really like our alone time and our lives no longer connect and weave together very much. It's that roommate situation that so many people talk about after they have children. And we do want another child and I would like us to go into the second round feeling stronger and feeling more prepared and feeling even more like a team. We went into the first one feeling very much like a team and then slowly the team members got a little bit confused and lost here. So we're getting back to the team building and that's date nights, spending time with each other on purpose, with intention. And I'm really excited for this. I'm, I've been loving the last four weeks and I feel like there's been a difference. Obviously on date night, you want to feel confident AF. And the way I'd like to do this is making sure that my skin looks as great as it possibly can be. I have suffered with hormonal acne my whole life. I mean, since I was like 13. And it just migrates around my face. It used to be on my cheeks. It used to be on my lower cheeks, then my jaw, then my neck. So skincare has been really important to me in the sense that I want to be aware of what my products contain and why are the ingredients in there? What are they doing for me? So I was so, so happy this summer when I discovered at a street market, Stun Collective. Their entire line, they are, first of all, Calgary-based. So they're local, to, I mean, to me, um, but Canadian company, she was a medical esthetician and then she was looking for products that were completely plant-based and actually clean and organic. And she realized that a lot of these companies that are using those labels, they're using it on the bare minimum standards. There are standards that you can like just squeak in past the wire and it's greenwashed and all of this. So they decided we're not doing that. That's not okay. And they came up with Stun Collective. So they have limited items, which I love. They really stay in their wheelhouse, which makes me trust a brand so much when they don't like branch out into everything. And they really focus on creating little routines for you. So it makes skincare so easy. Their dew oil and revival oil, that's the dew is the morning one, revival is the night one. Those are the two oils I absolutely love using for my lymphatic drainage, which Gracie Norton, I watched her, listened to a podcast with her, and now I'm addicted. I do lymphatic drainage every morning and every night. And those are the oils I use. So if you want to try them yourself and get yourself date night ready or just day ready, you want to go to stunco.com slash Sarah Carter UGC, or you can go to the website and use Sarah Carter UGC at checkout and you will get 10% off. So the second thing that I will be leaving in 2022 are feelings of inadequacy. The whole thing of starting this podcast, the imposter syndrome. I will still continue to talk about it because I don't think I can completely cut those things off. 
but we are going to leave all the feelings of I'm not good enough. That is a phrase I say to myself or think to myself all the time. And, and even when I don't believe it, a little piece of me believes it, unfortunately. So three areas that I feel it the most are friendship, career, and motherhood. I, therapy's helped a lot with motherhood. If you listened to my last episode, or my first episode actually, I think, I talked a lot about that. And with the friendship and career, it's just a bit of reevaluating, right? Like I've already mentioned the silence and making other people happy. This is really important for me to find my boundaries, figure out how can I learn from confrontation? How can I learn from these situations so that I can continue being a better friend, a better human, and a better mom, but also set boundaries? Because I'm not, I don't want to cut people out that I disagree with. That does, that's useless. I think you don't grow that way. If everyone in your circle agrees with you or lives exactly like you or only tells you what you want to hear, that's really not a great way to grow. With the feelings of inadequacy that I'm leaving behind, I want to leave behind the idea that I have to prove anything to people. And I don't say that in a way of like, screw everyone. I just mean, if I'm not for everyone. I'm not trying to be everybody's friend. I'm not trying to solve everybody's problems. I am trying to learn and share my lessons as I learn them. I'm trying to be fun. I'm trying to be kind and find what my values are and then live by them. Yeah, feeling like the balance of that, of sticking true to myself, but also feeling like I'm not good enough for other people, we're going to leave that behind. We're just going to let that go. It's not serving us anymore. So the third thing that I am taking into 2023 is self-care in the form of learning my body. I've been really, in the last few weeks, getting into cycle syncing and hormone regulation. I, as I mentioned previously here, I have had hormonal acne for about 17 years. That's a long time to live with pain and unnecessary scarring and all of this. And I mean, I had to go through the journey. I, I 100% believe that my acne was there to humble me. Maybe it humbled me to the point of depression and self-hatred, which wasn't great, but we're over that now. And that's no longer the cause of my self-hatred. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't have any more, I hope. But yeah, for a long time, my skincare or my, my acne was so horrible. I would go, I'd be at a club with friends and I would be having such a good night and I'd go to the washroom and I'd come out of the washroom and look at myself in the mirror as I'm washing my hands and it would just hit me like I would just feel so ugly and I would just have a breakdown in the washroom and nothing adds beauty to you like puffy eyes and alcohol. So I would look, I'd walk out of the bathroom like 20 minutes later looking haggard and not very nice. Anyway, that kind of sidetracked. My goal for 2023 is to continue on this whole hormone healing journey. I hate the word journey in this situation, but that's okay. That's what I'm going to use. So I've been really researching um, people who've been in my shoes before. Gracie Norton is one of them. She had PCOS. I do not, as far as I know. Um, and if you listen to the Skin Confidential, that is a podcast I absolutely love, and so is um, The Blonde Files. Those both share a lot of amazing information and education on everything that 
I mean, they interview so many different people. So if you're also in the boat of trying to heal hormonal acne and hormonal imbalances, I would definitely recommend those two podcasts. And if you have one that you like, please, please, please send it to me. I want all the information I can possibly get. The third thing and the final thing that I am leaving in 2022 was a tie. I had written down when I was planning this episode, I'd written down poor time management. And then the other day I was driving home from somewhere and my brain went spiraling in a situation that I didn't want to have, like, I didn't want it to happen. And I was imagining conversations, the outcome, all of this over something that never happened. And I was like, okay, I need to leave behind like this manipulating thoughts. But then I realized those are kind of going to tie in together because with better time management, I won't have time to think about dumb things like that. And if I stop doing that thing, if I stop spending my time thinking about those things, I will have better time management. I heard this quote, I'm not quite sure where it's from, but I think it's from the School of Self-Image email one day. She sent this email out and she had this quote that said, the woman I want to be makes things happen. She takes chances. She lives intentionally, not waiting for the perfect opportunities to fall into her lap or for every detail to be perfect. She levels up. And that is what I want to be doing. Time management and being mindful of my thoughts. They're basically helping me live intentionally. That's what it comes down to. I'm so tired of wasting my time and like being addicted to my phone or being distracted thinking about things that I don't want to happen. It absolutely doesn't serve me and it's just not worth it. Living intentionally is what I'm basically bringing in, but I am leaving behind the poor time management for sure. So we are now going to finish off with three things that I'm taking into 2023. So the fourth one is confidence in my skills and my abilities. Just touching on the last one where I think about situations that don't actually exist. I submitted the last videos to my retainer client for UGC and I did that like a week ago and they're normally really quick with responding but we are in the we, this was like five, four days before Christmas the 22nd so three days before Christmas I submitted the videos and I didn't hear back right away they approved them and so I got paid right away but then I didn't get any feedback which isn't unusual, but I also, I'd sent them an email, just letting them know, like, here's like whatever year end summary. And it took a few days before they like replied. And in that time that they were not replying, I was in my head being like, oh my God, they only accepted those videos because they had to, they just needed something to like give out to their um, social media team. They didn't actually like them. They hated them, in fact, and they're probably never hiring me again. Like they're going to fire me from like, being a retainer. And I was like, why am I doubting my skills and my ability? The fifth thing that I'm bringing into 2023 is something I've only gained in the last two months, eight weeks of 2022, and that is patience. There was a video one time or a quote and someone said, patience is not something you are. It's something you have. And that has stuck with me. Because if you are something, then you, you're always that. Whereas if you have something, you can let it run out and you can also build it up and you can stock it up and you can grow it and train it. And for me, patience has been an issue when dealing with child and life and balancing everything. 
I get very impatient and frustrated. And daycare has just been the best thing in the world, if I haven't already said that a million times. I am so patient. I have my child home for a whole week, and he's not been sleeping well. He's sick again. And I'm just like, it's okay. Whatever happens, happens. My kid needs me. This is why I'm filming this or recording this at like the night before. I would like this to go up in less than 12 hours. Not ideal timing. And yet I have the patience to just let life happen and kind of go with it. There's a quote, and actually this plays into the sixth one. The sixth thing I want to take into the new year is kindness and happiness. And I really think that those two kind of go hand in hand. There is a quote that I saw. I love quotes. Um, and it said, success is getting what you want, but happiness is wanting what you get. And so if I get this podcast up before Thursday morning, I will feel successful. But I'm still going to be happy if you don't get to listen to this till Friday. Like, if that's what I get, then that's that's okay. That's what I want. That's what it's meant to happen. So I guess those last three, patience, kindness, happiness, they all kind of fit into the same bill. I am really excited for those three things to grow and define my 2023. Every year when I'm planning what I want the year to look like the next year, I think of myself at the end of the year and I think of my friends describing me. I always say how, like I ask myself the question, how do I want people to think of me? And I would like people to say, she's so kind, she's thoughtful, she's generous, she's patient, she's a good listener, she, um, I don't know, for some years I've been like, she's an amazing rock climber, or in this year I'll probably have like, she's a great podcaster, or she's a great creative mind. Like, there's things I want people to say about me, and by writing them down and looking at them every week, every month, it helps me focus on that and reminds me like this is what you actually want to do so if I'm about to lose my mind for whatever reason and I see that I wanted to be known as patient then I'm gonna probably step back and take a deep breath just be like you know what no one's lives are being saved today with this like things are gonna be okay this is not urgent everything's gonna be fine so I think that that is the end of this episode I'll wrap it up here and I'm hoping to get better. I've been so poor on my social media for this podcast. So thank you for anyone that is following and maybe you're patiently waiting for a post. I really, really appreciate your support. Thank you to the people who've been sharing this with your friends and family and engaging with the posts. It means so much. I have 40 people following that and that podcast has been averaging about 20 people or 20 listens. And I, every time I see that, I just imagine myself standing in a room of 20 people and talking for 30 minutes. And it's just like the fact that you guys want to listen to this and that you're supporting this. It means the world. Words will never describe. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you do want, if you're new here and you want to follow, you can go to the um, Instagram. Sarah.g.carter is my personal. And she's doing all right is the podcast episode. Or podcast Instagram I mean so I'm hoping to post more there but I'm I'm struggling keeping up with everything I don't know how I ever got anything done uh, when I had the child home all the time because yeah 
thank you again for listening. Thank you for sharing. And if you are looking for a new skincare brand or you want oils that will help your lymphatic drainage that are completely microbiome friendly and vegan and just the most eco-friendly, sustainable, amazing, intentionally designed systems, be sure to check out Stun Collective. You will not regret it. They have just the most amazing website as well. If you want more information, read their website on their about page. It is so educational. Absolutely love it. I am now rambling. So thank you. Goodbye. Good night. I will see you in the next episode.